0: And we're in. We're live. How are we all? Good. All right. We've got Beth Dix with us today. Beth Dix is a, am I right in saying a professional athlete, professional netball player? I
1: would probably say semi-pro netball profile,
2: but yeah. Either way, she's dope at it. Let's let's go right to the beginning. How does it all start, Beth? Because you're at Wasps at the minute. So I knew you from a very mouthy 13-year-old. (laughs) <laughs> um so i used to pop down to your sessions and do some like performance stuff rehab sort of stuff um and you was like you, you well you were head and shoulders when you were 13 then so how did it come from 13 year old netballer to wasps? give us the give us a story man um so
1: i just played at school you know one of those kids that just plays all the sports at school i just was one of those kids like i loved all the sports and um i was just at a netball session once and a external coach came in to school and was just like, oh, you're sick, come join. <laughs> so I went to an... Literally them school. words? Yeah, it's literally literally like that. Straight up, you're sick, I want you. <laughs> so... <laughs> was she from chemistry? Um... <laughs> <laughs> but the boy...
0: <laughs> Yo, whoa, hey, this girl's sick. <laughs>
1: um... No, so I went along to an after school club just uh it was Cranfield actually, so it's definitely a lot posher than you're sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just played from then on, got into county when I was maybe like eleven, really quite young, and then was the, in within the year was the first uh, the youngest player to make regionals at twelve years old with another player, uh George Fisher, that I still play with now so yeah it was pretty cool
2: that's dope. so george george fisher is another wasps girl is that right um she
1: was was well, she moved just this last year but i played with her we went to the same uni so we played uni for three years together as well so yeah both grew up in the same environment at the same age and we we're both the youngest to do it so it was quite nice
2: that's dope that's dope because obviously you played um or you i don't know if you still play dodgeball
1: i gave it up this year But yeah, played dodgeball for seven years. After again, just picking up at school, just did every sport, so picked up at school, and somehow ended up in the women's first team for England dodgeball. So yeah, that was quite cool.
0: That's cool. Did
1: that for seven years.
0: That's a cool pickup line as well, by the way. <laughs> I I uh play. Hey,
1: I dodge balls for a living. <laughs>
2: do... Literally, I'm out here dodging balls for a living. <laughs> you kill me. That's dope. I'm up, Yeah, exactly. That's dope. So you you finished uni, right? Like just yeah, recently? Was it this year? uh No, last year,
1: last May. So I've been out of uni just over
2: a year now. So how's life treating you out of uni, man? Because that's the big jump that everyone struggles with, that the year that you finish uni, I'm telling you now, Mick, yeah, when I finished uni, the year that I finished, it was the most scariest fucking thing that you could ever explain, because really? you're wrapped in cold wool for so long, yeah, cool. and you finish yeah. uni, right, in the big world world now, and everything's kind of carried you, and I don't know if it's the same with you, Beth, but obviously, because of your netball career and stuff, you just turn up for games, you do this, you do that, and you think, shit, now I need to work, so you, you you're, you're to do
1: something, yeah,
2: because yeah. you're, what, what's your degree in, Beth? Uh,
1: sport business.
2: Um, so, um, is that the kind of thing that you're doing now? Or?
1: Um, so, I'm doing, obviously, playing netball part-time and uh, got a part-time job as a marketing assistant. So, that's quite cool. I enjoy that. Um, but, yeah, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do because I'm obviously trying to pursue netball um, quite a bit. So, it's quite hard to put a job around it. Obviously, other professional sports, you're able to do it full-time, but netball's not quite at the like level where... You could definitely live comfortably, but um, mm. it's not quite at the level where you could give up doing everything. Yeah. Like most netballers, have a full time job alongside is that, it. Is so. that the
0: aim then? Is that the aim to be to be prof- like full time professional netball, earn a living from it? That's kind of your, your own end goal.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd hope so in in the next five seven years, I guess. Mm. But um, just got to think long term. I'm just hoping that netball is going to go in the right direction for people to be able to do that. To be honest.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, because in, uh, is it, am I right in saying, in Australia and New Zealand, they're the only two countries that do play full time?
1: Yeah, they're them two countries are head and shoulders, really. Um, they're quite far ahead of us at the moment. I went out to New Zealand in December for a pre season tournament. Was got invited out to Super Club, which is like one of the biggest pre season tournaments. So all the teams in New Zealand play. And then the winner from, the ANZ go over and play and also this year we got invited out to go and play Um, and that was amazing best netball I've ever seen or played it was definitely a massive experience for me yeah so it spurs you on doesn't it when you see it like in that in that big audience like that it definitely spurs
0: you on imagine traveling all that way playing netball over there man that must be crazy because you must be thinking I could do this I could be over here one day you know what I mean that kind of thing
1: yeah, definitely. That's, it's definitely changed my opinion on what I sort of wanted to do. Like, I'd love to have the opportunity to go out and play in New Zealand. I really enjoy the style of play. It's, it's so different. Um, so, yeah. What's,
2: what's different never, about it?
1: What's different about it? I'm quite a small player. I don't know if you know. Even though I think I'm quite a tall person in everyday life. It's <laughs>
2: at well, five, mate.
1: Six five. I am tiny.
0: Coming from, a, coming from another tall person, uh, Beth.
1: It's... Uh, <laughs>
2: Giants over here. I oh, it's
1: hard life in it. Yeah, man, it's tough. It's
0: tough out here. When I'm, i I'm bang on six foot, and it's um, <laughs>
1: it's
0: it's tough. It's tough looking over these people sometimes. You know what I
1: mean? Uh, I can imagine yeah, in netball, no, but netball
0: I, they're so big.
1: They're so big in netball. Honestly, honestly, I'm playing with giants all the time. I'm, I'm without a doubt one of the shortest players. Easily. How tall
0: are you? Uh, five seven. So you're, so you're So I'm five eight, and I'm and I'm thinking. I remember I played netball once. I remember playing with Sunny and you. Jesus Christ, you were there. I played netball yeah, once that for a
1: tournament. Yeah, for a minute, for a so this was
0: years ago, right? And there were girls playing remember there. that? They were huge, man. Like these girls were so tall. That
1: was just tall. a friendly. That was just for fun. I think that was for charity. Yeah. So, Imagine how big leagues, how tall they are Yeah, there, man. And
0: honestly. it's intimidating as well because these girls. So you, let me get this right. You can stand how far is it what is it a foot a foot away from the person with the ball
2: a metre away a metre yeah. away oh you're just under social distancing man oh, you can, man. You can play you. Level
0: right now man that sucks that sucks man but you can stand a metre away from it. and some of these girls yeah they, obviously you, you make yourself as big as possible and some of these girls could make themselves massive bro and I'm thinking like I'm actually intimidated by some yeah. of these people because they're like what do you do man especially in that when yeah, you're playing top hot. level as well imagine that Jesus man yeah there are some
1: so very tall it, players
2: what position is it that you play Beth
1: um, what's really wing attack, but um, I play in a prem team as well. So you play prem alongside super league, and I play centre there. So either of those. But so
2: always mid really,
1: Yeah, I couldn't really play anywhere else because of my height, to be honest. But yeah, so the difference in New Zealand was that um, they zone mark, so they don't actually mark body on body; they mark the space and like right. go go for flight sort of thing, go for interceptions. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that style of play because obviously body on body style. Because I'm so small, I find it hard to get off the body. Like if I'm mm. being out muscled, that's difficult to get off the body. But uh, um, obviously in New Zealand, they're different style because they were so effigy, you a gave lot me yeah gave me a lot of freedom to. You run see moves, that so.
0: you see that a lot in in like uh, in like American sports and kind of and especially like New Zealand like um and Australian like what they call footy, which is like you know down under rules. Yeah, in like rugby. They they do a lot of like zonal marking. You looking like uh like American football. You seen anything like that, that? That's all like zonal marking. They mark like areas to, to obviously. Like, like a territory. Yeah, little, little more yeah. of a territory, yeah. like territorial marking. It's different that. And what? That's not the way you play now, no.
1: Um, it varies in the UK. I'd say Australia definitely body on body. Mm. Um, they're very hard on. Uh, one of the best countries, obviously, in the world. Um, and New Zealand uh, zone. But England have a mixture of both. Like some teams, some teams are zone marking, some teams are body on. So it really depends. So in England, I found it some some games are proper difficult, and some, some games I'm enjoying more. But yeah, in New Zealand, it definitely suited mm. me more. I had a re- I felt like I had a really good tournament, and I really enjoyed it.
0: it. So so, how, so right mm. so right now so how many times are you train it? Do you train yeah. you train once a day, twice a day?
1: So before, um, what is in in lockdown or?
0: I mean, just in general. Like, yeah, not. yes. It, so for for example, now in lockdown, you're trying to keep yourself busy. I suppose. How, what, what are you doing? Yeah, lockdown.
1: I'm doing session in the morning, session in the evening. Mm. Um, that's it's tough at the minute, isn't it? Obviously, because I'm so used to team sports. I've never been an individual. Like, it must be so different for you, Mickey. Because like you've always sort of always had to train on your own, your, yeah, your, your yeah, own essentially. motivation. Yeah. Whereas, um, I've always done team sports, like I bounce off other people. Yeah. I, I thrive in a team environment, so it's been
0: quite difficult to make that myself. Yeah. To, to be fair, when it comes to boxing, like I say, a lot of it's like just road work and bag work, and I've, when you're not like when you're not in a class, when you're not doing like like a, like a class sessions or um, or sparring, obviously when you fight you're fighting each other. There's ninety mm. percent of it is alone. So to be fair, yeah, yeah. nothing's really changed for me. To, instead of getting a little bit more bored, a little bit more easy, you know what I mean? But yeah, exactly. Would you agree with me saying like? After this, post this lockdown, I think people are going to appreciate how easy it is to do what they want to do without having to go to a gym or, you know what I mean, go out and do things. You know, a lot of these people will be able to just train now from here, more kind of intellectual towards training at home. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, definitely. I've I've actually really enjoyed the amount of people that I've seen getting out and about and doing different stuff in their garden. And, like, using what they can for weights and stuff like that. Like, I've actually really enjoyed the amount of people I've seen do that. So, yeah. I definitely hope it sort of spurs on everyone to continue it after lockdown.
2: Yeah, we can only hope, it, man. It, it, it definitely shines a light on you can definitely be a lot more creative at home, can't you? Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, instead, instead of, like, I hear it all the time being at work that, I can't train because I can't get to the gym, or I can't train because I need to pick up my kids, or you know, like everyone's got these barriers to training. But when, when this lockdown happens, you're like, actually, shit, I can work from home, I can do this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: So yeah, we've been so we've been in lockdown. We've been locked down what eight weeks now, is it? Yeah, eight weeks. Eight weeks. That's insane. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm it? getting used to it now. I'm, 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 I'm actually, thinking like, what happens after this? Just... Like, bro, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of chill now. Like. <laughs>
1: What yeah, you I'm struggling I, talking to you too. I don't know what it's like to
0: talk to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hello, hello Mr. Human Being. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. I tell you what, the worst thing about this is the fact you can't hug people, man. That stressed me the fuck. Like my mum comes, my mum pops Mills by every. Is a oh, to <laughs> so trust me, <laughs> Mills is a hugger, man. My mum comes and drops like Easter eggs off and just random shit like peanut butter. I don't know why. Like she just keeps turning up the door and dropping <laughs> stuff. Off. And the worst part is, I'm like, oh man, I can't even hug her, man. Like it sucks. But how long do you think post this, people are still gonna be like this.
2: To be honest, you're... I've never been a hugger, so I'm not really affected by this situation. Robot over <laughs> here. I'm more of a waiver. Yeah, waver. It, like, I'm such a hugger as well, but it, I think they're going to do it till end of the year, they're talking about, really? social distancing. Yeah.
1: Mm. I reckon it's going to be. Jesus Christ, man.
2: That's a long time That's It now. is a, long time. a long, long time. And obviously, for my job as well, I'm obviously yeah. very tactile, so it's impossible for me to do my work. Oh, exactly. So yeah, it's... That kind, of, that kind of sucks on that end. But, yeah, I reckon they're going to do it to the end of the year.
0: That's insane, man. That's insane, isn't it? But, you know, we we got to do what we got to do. And as long as people are staying alive, that's all that matters, isn't it, really, at the end of the day? It's a yeah, serious... definitely. You've got to
1: look at the... the bigger picture. But yeah. it's, it's just crazy, isn't it? Nothing like this will ever happen in our lifetime. No, nah,
0: we'll be talking about it for years. People will be talking about it for years and years, man. And I think it's all changed the way people greet each other. I don't think people are going to be shaking hands for a long, long time after this. You know yeah, I, mean? I think you're right. Is that you, Beth? I think out Beth, of, Beth's a handshaker. Out as
2: well. She won't hug you. She just <laughs> shake your hand.
0: <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> Good to see you. Beth,
2: go, go, going back into um, your training that you're doing at the minute, because I see you're very active in what you're doing. You're, you're hitting some hard <laughs> workouts. Is that something that you kind of put together yourself, or is it something that Wasps have uh, have set you to do? Or so Wasps, like everyone else, have
1: actually been furloughed. So we we're, ah.
2: we're
1: not doing anything specifically out, yeah. at the minute yeah um just like everyone else to be honest in the super league i believe everyone else is doing the same um but our C coach has been really good she's been sending over sessions that she's been doing um and just we have a couple of facetimes with her week and we're still doing team sessions obviously it's very difficult we don't all have the same weights and stuff so yeah. we're all doing general body weight hit sessions together once a week. But um, yeah I'm just finding different motivation from like Instagram's been really good I, I think Instagram's really good for finding different workouts seeing what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. and then I'm sort of just putting, putting it all together from from different people so some from what my C coach has been sending over wow. what I've been like used to myself growing up with um, and I'm just trying to keep it a bit different to be honest because obviously to be honest we're not going to be going back to netball for a little while I don't think so I'm trying to not be so netball specific. Yeah, I'm just doing yeah. different things to keep it fun and exciting yeah. and keep
2: yourself motivated. And this this is the kind of thing I say to Mickey when he's not in camp. Like try and find try and find specific areas of training that you enjoy yeah. rather than just hitting the bags all the time, hitting the pads all the time. Because otherwise you burn yourself out. Yeah, yeah, you do. And, yeah. and the
0: problem with me is once I once I've kind of latched on to something, that's all I'll do, man. You know what I mean? Like if I, like yeah. I my, my housemate managed to get secure some weights, he got like these two 12 kg weights, but it'd been outside for like a year, right? So they're heavy as fuck. And I thought, you know hmm. what? Okay, cool. I'll start doing some weights. Next thing you know, I've done weights every day for like fourteen days straight, and I'm like, oh no, what? Now I'm suddenly, what? We're trying to. What, I'm walking funny and shit. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking, oh no, I, just got, I get like attached to whatever I'm doing. So, what is it? What do you do to like to stay motivated? Because a lot of people, a lot of people say to me like, oh, like. How, how, do you, how do you get motivated every morning? How, how would you do every morning? Why, why, like, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to train all the time? What, what, what would you say to these people, Beth? What, what, what keeps you motivated?
1: The end goal. You, I've just always got the end goal in my mind. I know exactly I want to play Super League consistently. I want to be in a starting seven. Like, I'm quite young in terms of Super League anyway. Mm. Still are one of the youngest players in our team. So, to be honest, I'm, the end goal for me motivates me every day I just think I've got that personality and you, you guys probably have it too with a sporting background like you know what you want and I'm going to work every day until I get
2: what I want so that's it man uh, that's it. but I think a lot of the thing with you guys as well because it kind of for Mickey definitely because it is his job and, and for you both it's, you, you build up this kind of momentum so when you start training and your weeks go by if you have more than like two or three rest day in a row you feel weird yeah,
0: yeah. Do you know what I
2: mean? because you've, you've done it's just routine now so sometimes, yeah, you have to get up and motivate yourself. But other times, it's just... You it's just keep natural, going. It's routine. It? It's just yeah. routine, That's yeah. That's exactly it. It's exactly
1: it. I think at the start of lockdown, I really struggled without team training. Yeah. Like, the first two weeks, I just could not believe it. Like, it was really difficult for me. Because we're training... Before lockdown, we're training, what, four times a week with a team. Yeah. yeah. Stay, we stay overnight at a hotel, usually. We train on the Tuesday night, stay over at um, all hotels together, and then train on Wednesday morning. So... I'm missing a big and, chunk of my week.
2: yeah. And it's really. everything its everything that that kind of team sport involves as well. Like, you hear the whole cliche, oh, you know, my team's like my family. But I'm sure you've got, like, members of your team who you speak to for this or who oh, you go to magically. for this. And that's a big thing for someone who's just come from, like, a whole team environment to have snipped that's, away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I
0: think
1: that's exactly what it is. Like, a team training is definitely my, um, like, for my mental mental state as well. It's yeah. definitely my outlet. And I think I, I miss... Like they're all my friends because that's what I'm doing all the time. Like I'm yeah. not going to Pizza Express on a Wednesday evening with my school friends. Mm. I'm I'm training with my teammates, yeah. so it yeah. defi- they definitely are like a big part of my life. Yeah. So having everyone just cut straight out was very difficult. To I start. think that's
0: that's that's the thing I've missed most. Like coming from coming from like a rugby background for where I originally started, the thing I miss most is like. You know how you're constantly always with your, with your team. Whereas, like I say, a lot of the time in boxing, 90% of the time it's just me and my coach, or it's me and Sonny, or it's me on my own on, on the road. And when you do come together as a team, it's like, oh man, I miss this so much. But with, with like yeah. rugby or with netball, or with any kind of like football, that kind of sporting team, it's like you look forward to those sessions. You know what I mean? You look forward to seeing these people, not just for, even for training, just because you want to see these people. And it just so happens that you're also yeah. going to work out together. Yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely. It's, That's it's
2: it's a massive thing. And I've noticed as well, like when I work with people or work with athletes that come from like a solitary environment who are happy, tra- well, not happy trainer, their sport is just them. From a team environment, you can see the personalities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the personalities yeah, yeah. are yeah. very different. And they've got. I wouldn't say pros and cons, but they've got certain traits of both. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so in- it's so interesting to to hear both sides of the story. Obviously working with Mick and then hearing what Beth does kind of like on a day day to day and how it affects, yeah. you know. It's mental, yeah, isn't I it? I think
0: that's why we me as in like me, you, son as uh, coach and everybody else, how we try and create this this team atmosphere around me. Because you know that's mm. what I respond to more so than than just being like, Okay, Mickey, go and run. Or go and do this, go and do that. That's not the way it works. Where especially with Easter a lot of these lads, so the the club that that I fight for, they're always on on WhatsApp sending in their workouts, man. Everybody sending in their runs, they're this, they're that. And that's what gets a lot of people going as well, man. So the people that probably didn't mm. think, oh, actually fucking hell, Matey Boy's gone for a run, so maybe I should go for a run, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's that internal competition, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent. Uh correct. So Beth, going back to what we were saying early, the stuff that you were doing with dodgeball, do you think it's had um Because me and Mick talk about it quite a bit, like the crossover of sports and how it affects like your main sport. Do you think it's had benefits to netball?
1: Oh, massively! My biggest, um, uh, what would you say? Like my biggest advice I could give to anyone was: is play as many sports as you can, Mm -mm. like as long as possible, basically. So, like Mickey, I'm sure you played rugby for as long as you could before you took boxing professional. Like I, I definitely think that's a massive thing. To help anyone in in a sport environment because i learned so much that i could transfer it was all transferable yeah that's it netball and the reason i got picked up for dodgeball in the first place was because i was one of the only girls that wasn't screaming and running away from the balls i was trying to catch them all so <laughs> i think massively massively the skills are transferable and just again because it's still a team sport i've learned things from obviously dodgeball is a mixed sport as well so i've learned things maybe from the men's team, yeah, that inspired me in a netball term. And like, mm. I couldn't even give you an exact example, but even if it was just a tiny bit of motivation or mm. anything that I saw them doing, I thought actually that'd really push me if I did that. Yeah, and I think you just learn so much more from yeah. being able to play more sports.
0: I couldn't agree more. So me, me and Sonny both started jiu-jitsu, which is like a form of like ground fighting. It's like another essentially another combat sport, right? And um. That has done massive things just from unboxing. A lot of people have said so, especially even Sonny, you've said so like on the pads and things like that. It's like because Jiu-Jitsu is all about fucking step by staying step. Calm, yeah, actually. yeah, staying calm, step by step, understanding what pressure is. This, this, you do this to do good, to do that, do this to do that, and then suddenly that's now transferred into my boxing where I'm kind yeah. of doing things three, four steps in front of my opponent, which is which is massive when you think just just from having a having a separate a sport on the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit of a side piece going on, Beth. You're obviously you're hot on Instagram, isn't it? How many how many Instagram followers you got? You're on like 2,000, 3,000 now.
2: Oh, I don't know. It's probably oh, a, let's geez. go let's go north of three thousand. That's what she's thinking. I
0: actually don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually. Oh, a, oh, oh yeah, you know. yeah. 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 But but
2: who's counting, right? Oh It's like two
0: thousand six hundred fifty. <laughs> yeah, but who's counting, right? <laughs> yeah. Beth, well, that's good. Oh, no, that's decent, man. You're getting there, man. So, so what's it? Listen. We all get them weird DMs, man. What's the worst? What's the worst? <laughs> what's the, I see one you posted the other day, yeah, and I swear to God I was on the ground. I was creasing. So my, to that my man sent her time. a poem. A poem, Sonny. It was probably one of my Indian cousins. Hello, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably him. That's it. Oh, what's, the, what's the worst oh, slide okay. you've ever had? I honestly couldn't tell you. I've got
1: like 50 plus requests
0: in my DMs. Don't. Don't. And just
1: random stuff though, like sometimes they're not even like it's not even boys sliding in at the dance. It's like not even like that. It's just such weird stuff. Mate. Like some people are so strange. Like what size your feet? Oh my god,
0: I was about what? to say that. I was about to say That's
1: that. I mean, yeah. People winter. That. listen, yeah. you can make
0: some money out of that. <laughs> <laughs> you can make some money out of that. Listen, if someone come up oh, to me, get yeah. Out. If someone come up to me and said, "Yo, some weird chick or dude, doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not judging." Comes up to me and says, "Yo." What size are your feet? And I say I'm size 10. And they say I'm gonna. Can I buy a picture of your feet? Yeah. I'll say 100 pound. Yeah. You can have multiple angles. You can have whatever you want. Money, Beth, man. Think about the money. Listen. Just set, put one foot photo out. One foot photo. I guarantee you'll have you'll have you'll be bombarded, bombarded by these freaks, man. <laughs> Yeah,
2: but there's some funny Honestly, people out right there, man.
1: I rate people that can just do that and just get on with their lives and just send random foot Pretend photos. But wait. I just can't. I don't, I don't have it in me. You're not
2: like. about that life.
0: I do it, man. I do this, it. I do it for three
2: pounds. <laughs> I do it for three
1: pounds.
2: Vicky, this is a true story, right? And yeah. you can back me up on this. On. And I'm not going to give any names. But do you remember the, the wolf shirt incident? The wolf shirt? Yeah, do you remember there was a certain person that we knew? Oh, my God. Just, <laughs> Do you remember? Oh my God, bro! <laughs> Check this story out, right? So, this this person at me and Mick know, right, comes us to, comes up to us and says, this dude asked for me to rip my shirt up and send it to him, and we were like, what? So, this said person showed us the photos. Yeah. They were ripping their shirt up, send it to him, and he's putting 50 quid in their account.
0: And when we say ripping what? their shirt, up, we were saying she, he's saying like, oh. He was being. I do it like a wolf yeah, would do it, like on the collar. Tear it on the collar.
2: I swear, no. this is the truth. I swear to God. And then they looked. We looked into
0: it, didn't we? And we found out he was asking multiple girls to do this. Tear up their. Instead of the money. Yeah, tear up their shirts as if someone had like, I don't know, like torn the collar. Being open. attacked by a wolf. Yeah, being attacked by a nah. wolf guy, man. Guys, that oh. sort
1: of stuff proper freaks me yeah, out. Yeah, some
0: creepy shit right there, isn't it? There's, there's <laughs> people out there. It's scary, there are people man. Out there. But also, if Listen, there's, I'm
1: not saying like. Go on, you if go. there's
0: money in it, I'll do it. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everyone's everyone's feeling the struggle in lockdown, man. You got to do what you have got to do, is it, yeah. Money
1: motivated.
0: Or you, you've you ne- or you've th- never, been broke if you've not sold your photo of your foot to someone, man. You know, you are know <laughs> broke if you sell your foot. <laughs> you know what I mean? That saying? is so. Funny.
1: Listen, that if you is wait, so. Funny.
0: the end of this lockdown, you'll be seeing my feet all over. You. Oh my god! <laughs> she will be like, foot photos, sixty pound cash. <laughs> that is. <laughs> That's that the is life, a man. Joke. Oi. Well, on, 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 kind of, on kind of that topic, yeah. Obviously, you've you, you got people sliding in your DMs, bro. What What's your opinion on rugby boys? Yeah, I like, I like a rugby boy. He likes a rugby boy. In- I thought you were going to go, they're fucking disgusting. Like normally <laughs> people just hammer rugby boys because they're all like drinking each other's like piss and stuff. Like they're all like some <laughs> weird stuff. Do you know what I mean?
1: But,
0: I, I think I, it's just I their culture. I like athletic.
1: Like. Oh, really? Like, Obviously,
0: being at Wasps Netball, there's a rugby team on the side of that, so there's nothing wrong with going to a few rugby games. I <laughs> bet. <laughs> <laughs> and they got
1: some money as well, man. These are is Wasps like
0: top. what mate, I've I got my own money. I don't what? need <laughs> <that> money. <laughs> no, mate yeah, What is What <laughs> Step up, man. Step up. Tell these boys? What's up? Wasps is like so. Obviously, Wasp, Wasps is Premiership in terms of rugby, isn't it? Wasps is like yeah, yeah. Top, top. I think top five or something. so. Do you, do you see them boys a lot? Do you see like the actual the, the boys training and stuff like that?
1: Like, I don't go and watch their training. No, I you mean, like... Obviously you, just you, said, <laughs> you
2: just said you did.
1: I'm going to watch a few games. Obviously, Rico Arena is amazing. I don't know if you've ever been. It's one of the most amazing stadiums I've been to. So, like, we do all our Christmas socials and, like, we went to their end of season them do Stuff like that. This about, I wouldn't say awesome. see them a lot.
2: No. This is something I've always struggled to get my head around. And I used to work in in netball, but when I got expense <laughs> explained, so I, I still couldn't understand it. The whole franchise system in netball. So... Yeah. How does it work? So, obviously, you've got the universities, and then are they the kind of franchises of the teams, if that makes sense?
1: I mean, traditionally, it would have been through universities. So, you've got your Loughborough Lightning, your Hertfordshire Mavericks, traditionally, uh, Manchester Thunder. They were all based at uni. But as the game at Surrey Surrey Sports Park as well, Surrey Mm. Storm, and as the game has um, progressed and... I couldn't get, give enough credit to Tamsin Greenway, if one of my favourite coaches. And she mm-hmm. she um, moved the game forward, basically. She was the first um, coach to make a franchise, a new franchise, um, and connect it to another team. So, Ross
2: Rugby. Yeah, the rugby, yeah.
1: Netball. And it, I just think it's done so much for the sport, if I'm honest with you, because it, it brings in a bigger profile for a start. So, all the dads and sons and families that were going to the rugby and now then bringing their daughters to the netball as well yeah yeah so just things like that it just completely boosts the profile of the sport for a start very smart Um, and then from that other clubs have done it as well so saracen's maverick so they've now saracen's rugby have now got a netball team um so yeah i'm a big supporter of it going that way and joining on to rugby teams it's just how it's worked so far but i just
2: think It's good for sport. And it's only been recently that uh, netball started to be televised, right?
1: Yeah, within the last few years.
2: It's It's fairly new in terms of, like, Sky Sports and... I've seen it a few times on Sky Sports Mix, especially the international games. But I've definitely seen a few club games as well now.
1: Yeah, they've been doing... um, This year, well, last year, last season, definitely, was the most televised netball has been. Um, It's just a shame, obviously, that now this has happened and sort of killed the momentum of it but um hopefully sky will keep on playing more and more as we go on mm. Mm.
0: That's it. did you so Did you originally start like when you were younger was it was netball one of the first kind of the first sports you, you you started kind of taking seriously or were you were you like one of these kids that were like playing football at like five and you know what i mean tag rugby and all that listen, kind listen of listen it
1: started with football yeah did it big time footballer
0: you? <laughs> kickballer look like a baller yeah.
1: I was, I was one of the tomboys that used to wear their football kit
2: Musty Day. <laughs> that was me. That was actually me That's for years. That's the life, man. Yeah, but if someone, like, obviously, if someone saw photos of you, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, you're such a darling. But if someone actually knew you, you're <laughs> the big tomboy that anyone could, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: definitely. definitely.
2: You've got to have that. You've got to switch it out. Yeah, man. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like, like you mentioned before, being in that team environment would definitely help that, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, of course. And I'm one of like one of my favorite things to do is just go out in the park and kick a football around. Like I love doing all that sort of stuff. I've never lost love for any other sports. I love watching the rugby. Mm. I always watch Mickey's Lives when he's got boxing matches. Like I, I'm just one of those people that enjoy sport as, as a whole. Mm. I'm sure you guys are anyway. Oh, we
0: were we were speaking about this the other day. We were speaking about how like how, and I can't. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to word it other than like how sick sport is. Like, sport as a oh, whole. Yeah. Like, sport is just... Like, any... Like, somehow, so we're able to turn everything, and especially me and Sonny know each other for so long and being the way we are, we turn everything into a competition, right? But a competition oh, is what so gets good. people going, man. Like, like, anything. Anything will turn into a competition. And I think that's, like, that's the most main part about it. And especially as a kid. Growing up as a kid. Imagine if you didn't have sport in your life, right? And you and you, and you you didn't have, like, the essence of winning and losing. And you didn't have the essence of, of being able to be coached. Like, how much of a different person would you be now?
1: Oh, it, changes your personality and your your morals move like growing up as well. Like yeah. I learned from a young young age that if you don't you don't lose, you learn. Like yeah. from a young age, I've always been Absolutely. taught stuff like that. I think you just you just get those lessons from from being in a sport environment. Yeah. So I think it's massive for your morals. It is.
2: There's a there's a really good um book called legacy which is taken from you know the kiwis the new zealand rugby team Mm -hmm. and how it transfers into business so a lot of their like ethics and morals how a lot of companies are taking what they do to create like a successful environment so it's it's huge and alex ferguson now is is, um i don't i don't know if he's still doing it but he was lecturing about leadership within sport into big big businesses Mm.
1: like a team ethos inside the business Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: And like there's, so many, there's so many crossovers that you can take from sport into life. And like you said, like how, how mental it is and how, well, you put it, how sick sport is because of all them things that you can do.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and you know what? You the, the biggest thing I, I, I especially noticed from, from teaching kids is if you have a, a child who has the ability to lose and learn from it, you've got a good adult. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. You know, a lot of kids, a lot of kids, and you must remember just playing football as a youngster or playing whatever sport. There was always every, every, every so often, there was always a kid that would cry when they lost or they'd, they'd have a problem with losing. Do you know what I mean? And it, and it was kind of, sport was kind of the, the, the teacher. The, the sport was the teacher. You didn't have to be taught to lose. You know what I mean? They were just, mm. they lost and they, they obviously started to learn that loss isn't the end of the world and that they could come back better or blah, blah, blah. Imagine that, taking that into the, into an adult, someone who hasn't been through that.
2: They're gonna be different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah,
1: so it's gonna have to deal man. with the setbacks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely.
2: My teachers used to use it as a, um, not a threat, but they'll be like, if I didn't behave in school, I knew I wouldn't be able to play games after school. Do you right. know what I mean? I couldn't go exactly, and play football. Man. I couldn't do this, and it worked so well because as a hyperactive kid, you don't want to be sat down in a classroom, no. but you did what you need to do to go play.
0: Yeah, exactly. And obviously, you have got some kids who just aren't into that kind of stuff, man. There's certain kids that just are not the sporty. Like my brother. Like your brother. Even your brother yeah. used to have a kick around with us. You know what I mean? Still used to come and... Yeah, but more for the social aspect, I
2: suppose. But... Yeah, but it's, it's not his, like, first yeah, thought. Like, with you two, sport and exercise and all the rest of it is your first thought, mm. and everything else kind of follows yeah, suit. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean?
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's quite interesting, but... It's just the competition, really you been... the competition element. You know what I mean? Have,
1: have you been watching that, um, The Last Dance on Netflix?
2: I haven't. Yes. Yes. My... Have you, are you up to date, Beth?
1: In... It came out again today though, so I haven't watched it. I'm not seen,
2: yeah, I'm not seen today. Yeah, but I'm about to
1: stay up to then. Mickey, uh, you need to watch it, it is incredible. What's it about? If you need any motivation, it is in that series. It's about um it's a basketball thing about It's the Chicago um, Bulls, isn't it? Chicago Bulls, yeah. Balls, yeah.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah,
1: it's, Michael it's, Jordan.
2: That's it. It's Michael Jordan, uh, Dennis Rodman and uh, Scottie Pippen. Yeah. It's about their last season of the Chicago Bulls. So when, when them three were playing, yeah. the Chicago Bulls were the best thing Did on they earth. they win like five and or like six
1: five championships season. in a Yeah, six,
2: six championships. But it just goes through... It, it, if you watch it as a documentary, it's brilliant because it flicks to 1991 then it flicks back to 1999. It constantly does it. Right, right, right. And it goes through like all their situations and how the Chicago... Bulls. It's just a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal documentary.
0: I'm going to watch Incredible. it. I'm going to start watching yeah. it right
2: now. <laughs> but that, and there's also some really good ones on um, Amazon. I don't know if you heard of like, All or Nothing. You've seen them? Yeah, there? I've seen a couple of them. Not,
1: um. I have seen
2: that. Yeah, so it's, it's um, again, it's a, a sport. they've got one on the Kiwis, they've got one on Manchester City, they've got one on American football teams, but they all can't kind of follow like, the same pattern. But it goes in through the ins and outs of a club and what they have to do in terms of their physio, rehab, S&C, yeah. goes for everything. But I think the most important thing that the documentary show is the fucking low points. Oh, man. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it I think shows, that's why it's so addictive. Essentially, it essentially
0: shows the team throughout a season, doesn't it? The ups and downs, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And it yeah. is, it's crazy. And it's so like relatable to you to watch as an athlete. It's so relatable, yeah. man. Do you know what I mean? I
1: just think as well, people only see the su- successful bits. Like no one sees when you've had the worst training session and you're, yeah. you're completely down about it or you've got a really bad injury then your ACL or something like that. No one sees those parts. They only see the, the win. So yeah. it, it, I love watching those sort of things because Michael Jordan, when you think about it, you just think, wow, legend. like yeah. One of the best basketball players. But you wouldn't know all the stuff about his family and how like, his dad got murdered and things like that. You'd never know that. Yeah. Mm. Like, you'd never know what people go through. On his first Father's Day after his dad got murdered, he played a basketball game and won it. Like that—that that is so. I don't think people so realize how difficult crazy, that must be. Yeah. And you'd never know all that. So I—I I love that series. I just think it's incredible to show people that it's—it's it's such a hard grind. It's not just all oh, your wins.
0: Exactly. At the end. It's the—it's the look back. you heard about people talking about this. Like you don't—you as a person, or us as athletes, or anybody in any regard, whether it be sunny with the business, you know what I mean? You don't realize it's happening until you've looked back at it. Do you know what I mean? You look back mm-hmm. and suddenly now yeah. you're. You know what I mean? So if you look back, you look back now. You're, you know, wasp player. This, you're that. You're this, you're that. But if you would have done that, you know, five years ago, you would have looked back and seen other successes. Do you know what I mean? You don't realize it's happening until until you kind of yeah. where you are. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Sunny, you must have been the same with the business when you started that business up. I remember coming and seeing oh, you working downstairs in a in a in a jagged edge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And well, now, even
2: before that, we were, I was mobile. Oh, so I was definitely. chucking my I was chucking my bed in uh, in a car and running to people's houses. But like. it's it's that thing like you just said you you never really realize it until you have conversations like this or you look back and you think oh actually like you know i've got a lot of stuff to be to be grateful for Mm. you know um but when you do look back on it for me it just feels like bam it just went like that yeah do you know what i mean was already there a second ago
0: yeah you remember sonny remember remember me when we were fighting at, at uh on like unlicensed level and we were talking. We we're always talking about how, like, hey, bro, hey, when I when I sign that pro contract or when we go pro, and it was always kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll, you know, I mean, when that happened. And now we look at it and we're like, we're under five and now undefeated. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, looking back at it now, you're like, what the fuck? Where did that go,
2: bro? Yeah. Like, what you- if, if you if you could go back in time, your self would high five its new self, wouldn't it? Oh, Say, "Oh, yeah. thank you, man. that 100%. was really- You've achieved all your goals." Do you know what yeah, I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Beth, one thing I was going to ask you: here. what would you would you would you think separates you from from other athletes? Because I feel like this is the most like a really interesting question to ask. And to be fair, anybody in any sport, I'd like to find out: like, what do you think separates you? What makes you different from other athletes in any sport? I think
1: personality comes into it. Hmm. I really do think so. Like, I think I have, in a team ethos, like, I think I can motivate the team. Like, I, I just love, in a team ethos, someone who bigs up the team. I'm the biggest fan in that team. Yeah. Even though I'm playing in the team, I'm still going to big up all my teammates and, like, make everyone else feel good. I'm that person that's going to hit you on the ass if you've missed a shot and be like, "Now come on, next one, we've got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think, definitely, like, your personality and what you you can bring to the team is definitely what separates you as an athlete in an an environment and that's also what motivates you as well like if you have that personality that trait that you can motivate yourself and motivate other people yeah that's that's halfway there because you're motivated to do everything you need to do to to achieve goals
0: and i'm sure you've seen right you've seen you get to this level in sport right and you would have seen it with your netball yeah you get to this level in sport where your talent suddenly disappears and your talent doesn't really exist anymore because everybody's talent. everyone's there yeah you know what i mean and suddenly, hard work
1: beats talent when talent oh, wait, doesn't damn work damn straight oh,
0: damn straight but there's something there's something that different people have there's something that, that that you can just there's like a shining light around certain people whether it's in on a netball court or whatever that you're like that person's different do You know what I mean that actually I don't is different know
1: what it is you can't yeah. Yeah, you it can't put your either. finger I don't know on what it, it man it is, but you've got
0: it yeah that's, so that's it that's and it's about so being that person client, man. you can't pin it yeah that's it you got to be that person I and mean, sometimes you have to you are going to have to just fucking snap out of it and put the work in granted but sometimes it comes down to like you say personality man sometimes it comes down to like going up to one of your teammates and saying yo get your shit together man let's go that kind of thing because some people if someone comes up to you yeah that you didn't have that kind of Relationship with, or you didn't necessarily respect that much as a as a player or whatever. Come up to you and said, "Hey, come on, man, get your shit together." You'd be like, "No," you know what I mean? But there's certain there's certain people that have got that ability to do. Like you said, it's, it's your personality. You're able to do that, and that's what separates you from other people. And like you say, man, that's why in a few years' time, it's gonna be it's gonna be pro pro ranks. You know what I mean? Center. Also, you've
1: got you've just got to know where you are as well, like. I know in that Wasps team, I'm one of the lowest, lowest players. Like I'm one of the youngest. I'm one like got the least experience. There's, most of our starting seven are 34 and older.
2: Mm. Like mm.
1: we've got the our centre is the most capped England player ever to have to have played. Wow. So our team are like I'm playing with some absolute legends. But it's, it's what you take from it as well. Like yeah. I'm so excited to go to training because I know what I'm going to learn from that most in- England cap player, or last season we had South Africa's captain come over. She was our import for the season. So it's all about taking from that. I know I'm not the best player in that team, but I'm definitely going to work until I've got the experience and I'm going to be the best player in that team, yeah. like, or, or wherever I go. You've just got to have that mentality to know where you're at and know where you want to be.
2: Yeah. And do you know what, like you mentioned before, the thing that kind of separates you is your personality. But I think the biggest, just taken from what you said, the biggest thing that probably separates you more is your self aware like you understand that there's mm. almost like a hierarchy within that system. Um, you understand where you put yourself and you're treating it as like a learning environment for yourself. There's not many athletes who can suppress their egos like that. Mm. And I think that's why there's people like yourself that are going to go further. Then if someone had your sort of talent, you're both the same, you would go further because you're treating it a lot more different. Do you see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. It must be cool for you to see, Sunny, right? Well, having worked with professional athletes... There's something, and I've only just learned this from from the 40 minutes we've been talking, that there's something that connects all of us as athletes. Wouldn't you say? There's something that's so similar
2: about... You've got certain traits. That's, that's exactly what I was saying before. There's certain traits with the more... Um, I don't want to use success, because it obviously can be measured in certain ways, but you know the guys who have gone far compared to the other guys in the playground, there's certain traits that you have, and Beth will say before, from a personality perspective, mm. that you just can't pin, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you work hard, you do this, you do that, but it follows kind of like the same suit. Yeah. And like
1: a certain level of respect, like, Mickey, we're in totally different industries, but whenever each of us have a success, or like We've put up side on Instagram. That's like proper call. Cool. Both support each other. It's like like common level of success, and we're not necessarily close, but it's just having that. Like actually, I know you must have worked really hard yeah, to get that. Exactly. So yeah, that Yeah, yeah, clear. yeah. And you
0: and, and you know what? It comes down to like the kind of the the bottom of it is the fact that we both know what it takes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what it takes to run fifteen k. Do you know what I mean? It's not fucking yeah, fun. Yeah. I,
2: yeah, that's it. I wake up at silly o'clock just to go and have this done, or that's do you know it, what I mean? Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. A, I get the kind of from like you said. I I see the kind I see you guys working, and all I do is pretty much facilitate. But you guys have to go and do it. Yeah. So my job, I would say easier, but it's it's a different light. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, I see that picture popped up on my uh, on my feed not long ago, a couple of days ago. Of you, you put me through this track session, and it's still oh, yeah. to this day. Yeah, it's still to this day, I've never felt pain. I've never felt like. I've never felt um what's the word like, the exhaustion I've never felt anything like it, and you know what a part of you you have to give yourself to me in a way that you're saying like this is what one of my best mates this is like one of my essentially a a, a project you know what I mean you're putting me forward as your, as as one of your fighters yeah, and you have to see that I'm fucked and still say get up another you know that kind of thing that must take a yeah, certain part I, of
2: you it's like, you have to kind of treat it as two separate boxes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And understand that Mickey as the person, Mickey as an the athlete, they're two different things for the minute. And we have, we've got to train him in that certain environment. And I'll come back and piss about with you in a second. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? 100%. And, like, Beth, you've, you've probably seen it. Too. Exactly. You've probably seen it with your type of coach. So you mentioned Tamsin. There's time for them to be your mate, your solicitor, your priest, your best friend. And there's time for them to coach.
1: Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, it's,
2: it's almost like I've two separate that, people.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, I've had sessions where you know, you're know, just not getting the combos or something. And after yeah. that session, like, you're down and you, you go into the showers. And I've had like, a coach follow me and be like, do you know what? Your time's going to come. Like You're working your ass off and you're playing well. So your time's going to come. And then I've also had times where I'm on the court, and she said, "She's like, you're not doing good enough right now. So unless you mm. want me to take you off the court, you need to do better." And you've just got to know the difference, like yeah, got
2: to know, know your athlete. Like,
1: no, yeah. yeah, exactly. I was yeah. just about to say that. Like, you got to know your athlete. Like you must know exactly what Mickey needs. Like if he needs someone to tell him, get the fuck up and do this set, mm. or if you need him to say, I need a hug. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> that. It's exactly. No it's, pro- it's probably the latter with Mickey because <laughs> sure. he's such a hugger. He's always kind of... got. <laughs> I'll take it. It me extra like, rest. Like that's it. <laughs> but it gives, like you said, the common traits. You got to give it that. Like you guys work fucking hard to get where you are. Do you know what I mean? Mm.
0: And, it's if, a, and it's the a, fact it's of the matter powerful. is, both of us, we're just getting started, man. You think about it now, we're just getting started, bro. Hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent. We're from
2: this. See, camp. I always, I always have Beth as I still see Beth as a thirteen-year-old mouthy netballer. Really? Like how?
1: how? You trained me. You trained me when I was like 14, 15. And I, what, when you were just saying that, Missy, when you was like, "Oh, um, he put me through this worst session," I was just thinking, "Bike to batter. Oh yes. yeah, 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 the yeah. Worst day of my week. <laughs> I would like this six weeks. of the comments, read them. And was, yeah four times a week whatever and one day a week we'd be fights and I'd just dread it, it and I'd probably boring. cry after the exercise like, it's just the worst thing ever but do you, yeah, know, but what you know, know what, what to, you give you,
2: to, to give you your credit and the same same with Mick as well I always gave you the option to you can tap out whenever you want and you're like nah yeah, and that's just always, the, that's just the coaching thing I'm like honestly this is the hardest thing you're going to do but you can tap out whenever you want yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah.
0: nah that's it <laughs> That's it, and that's where that's where the the, the split comes. Whether you think, yeah, yeah, all right, I want to quit because I'm absolutely fucked, but I'm also not I'm not quitting because Sonny's fucking watching me. You know what I mean? He's gonna have it, yeah. up, hang it over me for a long old time. You know what I mean? Not
1: having the last laugh. Nah, it? Hell, no. Yeah. hell no, hell no. See, that's even what... when I was that young, I was still like nah, not a child. Yeah, man. And
2: that's <laughs> yeah, but that, that's the thing that separated. Do you know what I mean? That kind of separation, that personality, that kind of mindset, it's it's a big thing, yeah. big big thing. Yeah, and it's not as common as I thought. No. Well, between the athletes who are successful, that's what I was saying before, yeah. it, it seems to be a little bit more common. But, yeah,
0: it's mad. us get it. You, see, you, look, you, look in a, you look in a sport as heavily dominated as boxing, especially in Bedford. And there's something that, that some people have and some things that some people don't have. And now I'm only mm. just starting to realise, I'm 26 now, I'm only just starting to realise what those things are. Do you know what I mean? And Beth must see it all the time in Netball. You you must have... Obviously, Netball's massive in Bedford as well. You see these athletes that... Everybody's saying, I want to do this, I want to do that. But there's only a certain select few, maybe 0.01% of these people actually get to that level. And Beth's part of 0.01%. Do you know what I mean? So what makes her different? That's what... I love learning about that kind of stuff. What makes... What makes yeah. this person different to that person? Why is that person successful? But it's not just because of what they're going through or what they've been through or anything like that. It's also to do with how they carry themselves outside of the ring or outside of the court, how they speak to people, you know what I mean? How they yeah. what's, their, what's their attitude towards people, that kind of thing.
2: You know and that's mean? like what you were saying earlier, Beth. Like You've always, you know, when you see people working or you see people doing something, you're like their biggest fan, you're like buzzing, you're working, Like you're 100%. training, do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's that's the, that's a real big thing, but... Yeah, sport.
1: Do you know what I find mad? Like, <laughs> do you know what I find so mad? Is, like, when you look at something, I'd I look at netball now and think, I, I wouldn't call myself successful in netball. And, do you know, like, even I've done all these things, so I did a, a Zoom call for MK Netters, who, like a youth team that I used to play for when I was younger. And, like, all the girls were like, oh, I just want to be like you, just want to play where you're playing, like, I want to be your position, things like that. And it's when you, like, look at things like that, like, in netball, back, I right? find myself successful because I'm in a team with most captain player or most like games in the Super League yeah. or highest shooter in the league and you and you wouldn't call yourself successful in that team because you're an absolute rookie and yeah. that but then when you look back it's all at the stage you're at and I, I feel like I've got so much to achieve and you must think the same in boxing when you're watching like the top boxers and you think Oh, I haven't really achieved much in comparison to them. But then, actually, I'm just on my way. Yeah, like I've that's just, it, man. Just started. Like, this is my journey.
0: These these people seem to get closer and closer. I'm sure you realise the same. Like, so you'll hear about like what you would, would have heard about a boxer. Let's say two years ago, and I'll be like, wow, like that boxer's like on TV or he's doing this. And now suddenly he's he's a, he's a friend of a friend or he's. Yeah. You know what I mean? And suddenly they're a little bit closer, and you're like, holy shit! Yeah. Like, I could easily just message. My, get my coach to message his coach, and now we've got some sparring. And before, yeah, they, exactly. were, they were on a completely different stratosphere to me. You know Planet, I mean? Yeah. yeah
1: the, the players I used to watch growing up, because they're, they're one of the England players in our team, it? 36, I used to watch her when I was growing up and be that's like, mental, not like, it? Like, she's my idol. Now I'm training with her week in, week out. Like, now I'm training against her. I want her position. Like, I'm after her. Yeah,
0: that's, you that's it, mean? man. Oi, work it's, till it's your idols become life. your rivals, man. Oh percent. That's sick. What just before we finish, what would you say? What would you say is is the best bit of advice you would give yourself five years ago? What would you give your what? the advice you would give yourself five years ago if you could?
1: Trust the process.
0: Trust the goddamn process. I like, that. The process.
2: I like yeah. that. Get this girl on stage.
0: Just...
2: <laughs> <laughs> we've got the original Netball Yoda no, man. we've got a motivational speaker grid. out here.
0: But it's such trust a trust the I love that. It's I love Trudeau,
2: that isn't it? that's that's something I preach about a lot coming from a rehab point of view. So you know yeah. if you're injured, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I'm always like banging on. Trust the process, trust the process. Um, that is that is a beautiful piece of advice, Bethany Dix. Well done.
0: It's true, man. Well played. Well played. Beth, thank you so much for coming on, man. I hope I, I, we I it's all good it. fun, man. It's all good fun. Now it's like nothing too serious, but nonetheless, man, you've dropped some absolute bombshells out of here.
1: You no, know I mean? nah, thanks for me. It's been
0: real. No, it's been, Beth, hella been real.
2: Nothing short of a pleasure. Also,
0: we got a shout out. Oi Rhino Global Sport, man, they out here. Go shop yes. with them. She's my. She. Oh, Beth hooked me up. Beth's the one that got me the LeBron sponsorship. Man. Beth's the plug. Beth's hey, the plug. Beth was the yeah. goddamn I like plug. Yeah, she's out here. No, you got to
1: support each other. That's you? it, man. That's, got to support that's, the
0: it. that's it. Listen, oh, when we it. when I'm fighting at Wembley or I'm fighting at Madison Square Garden, Beth's getting a goddamn ticket. Let me let me be sure. <laughs>
1: Look, I'm expecting
0: a box. A box. <laughs> <laughs> this is where
2: her business management
0: comes in. Sonny's oh goddamn box. Sonny's not even getting a goddamn box. You know, Sonny's <laughs> gotta sit in the changing rooms, the I what, is it? <laughs> Hey Beth, thank you so much for being here, man. I appreciate it.